and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am joined on this beautiful day, as I am on all days, with my by my best friend, Angelica. Angelica, how are you? I'm doing great, Shannon. I'm a little congested today, which is like the third episode in a row that I feel like I've been sick for. Um, but I'm happy to be here. How well, are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Um, yeah. It's nice. It's been a very nice, uh, nice week. Lovely California uh, weather here. So, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's been truly a whirlwind of a week. I, it went by really quickly in like a blur of K-pop. Many different groups of K-pop for me. Yeah. We, y'all, this is, this, this podcast is getting intense. Like we're discovering things on our own and you, the listeners are sending us things and like, and we I, don't have, I don't have time. I don't have hours in the day for all this content that I need to be watching. But like, you seem to. Apparently the- I do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know how I ended up, um, having so much time on my hands or <laughs> I, I don't know, but I've fallen down such a deep 17 hole. Yeah. I, I know all their names. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's a real feat. I know all their names. I have a favorite. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, so, um, let's see. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Anything up top I want to mention. Um, thanks for listening to our bias episode last week. If you did listen to it, I, my thought, my guess is a lot of you probably tuned out about halfway through, which is fine. <laughs> but, uh, we fully blacked out from like fangirl feels. I don't remember saying anything that I said in that episode. I forgot to say a million things. Yeah. Like, I got dressed this morning and specifically put on my Mino necklace mm-hmm. and my Mino sweatshirt. They're both gorgeous. Because I felt really bad. <laughs> See, it's that loyalty, man. It that, gets you. That moment where you played Daniel singing, and I like ceased to be a human adult for mm-hmm. like a minute. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were really, really flaily. I feel like there's a million things that we didn't say, but um, but I think that our the the purity and enthusiasm of our love really was it's apparent communicated. <laughs> So at least there's that. Um, and on that same note, I, d- I just wanted to like publicly apologize on the podcast that uh, I had never checked our Instagram DMs. I forget that they come in as like a request and they don't notify you. So like the day after we recorded our bias episode, I found like a million Instagram DMs where people had sent us biases. So like, I'm so sorry we left you out and that we yeah. missed your message, but I'm going to be on top of it now. Mm-hmm. We we'll never miss, miss another one again. <laughs> I promise. Okay. So, uh, today we're going to do something a little bit interesting. Like this, the, today's topic was inspired by uh, these rabbit holes that we, um, where two, where two groups that we very much enjoy are currently promoting while we are recording this episode. So we're kind of stoked about them. So we thought let's do a whole episode about these kinds of groups. Um, and this, so today's episode is about K-pop subunits. Yes. Or sometimes subgroups, but... Mm -hmm. The terms are interchangeable. I think subunit is probably more often used. Yes. And a subunit is when a existing idol group takes, you know, 
two to five, six, seven, takes a small chunk of their members mm-hmm. and they break them out and give them like a new identity, a new name as the subgroup. And then they put out albums and promote and debut stage and do all that stuff mm-hmm. um, as if they were like a new group, but mm-hmm. they are still part of their original group. Yes. Oftentimes to the original group's name is like factored some way into the yes. subunit's name, which you'll see a lot of examples of that in that episode. But it's just sort of a fun way to like promote different members and to sort of um, – they get started for a lot of different reasons, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just because the other members are busy doing other things. Right. Sometimes it's like, oh, well, this group has like 20 people in it, so let's choose a few to like highlight. Yeah. Um, but it's really – it's a fun part of K-pop. It's kind of one of those neat ways that, like, K-pop is sort of like a never-ending yes. <laughs> thing. Like, K-pop just, like, builds upon itself in so many different ways um, that there's – as we were just saying earlier, like, there's always too much. Yeah. Like, there's always more <laughs> to watch and never enough time. Yeah, and subunits definitely uh, add to that. Add to that. Uh, and just so you know – like what we are going to be talking about today are strictly subunits wherein all of the members are from the same original group. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of other like special projects where, you know, a group members of a group will team up with a solo artist or with or boy girls groups and girl groups will like get together and do a project. We can do yeah. another episode about that. There's a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. but today this is just straight up subunits from the same original groups. groups. Yeah, because we've mentioned groups like Troublemaker before, um, which has Hyanna, and actually there's two different versions of Troublemaker sort of, right? Because there's, oh no, I guess Triple H is different. That's a different project. But yeah, Hyanna will team up with like a, like Mm -hmm. she did one with a guy from Beast that was Troublemaker. And And they released like two songs at least. uh And then last year she did a thing with two boys and they were Mm -hmm. called Triple H. So there's stuff like that, special projects. We'll do another episode about that. This is subunits. All right, so let's just get into it. We're going to go through these in chronological order. Mm -hmm. Because there weren't that many. There are not that many subunits. And there are a few that are left off this list, but I think we got, like, the majority of the bigger hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll start at, we'll start back in 2006 and we'll end up with our currently promoting groups and get real exciting. Okay. So the first iteration of a subgroup that I could find, again, I could be wrong. There might have been one before this, but this was the one I could find, is uh, 2006 uh, Super Junior Cry, or K.R.Y. Um, this is a subgroup of Super Junior. Um, the members are Kyuhyun, Ryo-wook, and Ye-sung. Mm-hmm. K-R-Y. K-R-Y, Yeah. Um, and they actually started by their first, like, quote unquote single was from the soundtrack of a drama called Hyena, and the song was called The One I Love. So that was the first thing they did as this group of three was this drama soundtrack. Um, but the reason that I saw online that SM made this, um, subunit was at the time Super Junior had 13 members, mm-hmm. and a, a handful of them were so much more popular than the rest of the group. Mm. Like, there were, like, four of them who just, like, stood out so much and were very, very popular. And SM was like, well, these three guys are, like, arguably our strongest singers, and we don't want them to get, like, forgotten in the shadows. So they, like, made this subunit to so that they could showcase their, ball- their like, singing talent mm-hmm. yeah, and just, like, sang instead of doing the, like, regular Super Junior thing. Yeah, I— 
I noticed that when I was looking them up, they did mostly like soundtracks. Mm-hmm. They have two Japanese singles, but for the most part, like all of their songs are soundtrack songs, which means that they're like very yeah. like vocal heavy ballad, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of like over the top, which is fun. Like that's fine. Um, that's how some of the other subunits yeah. started as well. But I wanted to ask, so they came out in 2006. How, when, what year did Super Junior debut? 2005. So it oh, okay. was just so like. It was only a year after. Yeah, it was a little bit after, oh, but okay. I guess the popularity of those four they, other maybe members was they wanted to like even it so, out quickly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right, we've got more people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. 13 is a lot to debut with. It is. Um, yeah, I watched their Promise You video, which is one of their Japanese singles, and I kind of liked I kind of liked part of it. Um I didn't love it overall. Like they're beautiful singers and the verses felt very like burn usher mm-hmm. burnish to me. Um but then the the chorus like went a little off the rails for me. Yeah. Um a super junior cry song that I enjoy or that I would like recommend is uh, actually from this the I am <laughs> documentary that we talk about all the time. Um but they do there's like a like a B side to the to Super Junior song Sorry Sorry and it's called Sorry Sorry the Answer and it's like mm-hmm. a ballad like the chorus is kind of the same but it's a completely different song and it's like oh. it's like the answer back to Sorry Sorry or whatever and so Super Junior Cry sings this at their Madison Square Garden concert and like oh they can they're just they just sit on stools in the front of the stage and just sang mm-hmm. like they don't have to do anything cuz they can just like sing yeah, so they good. Have that's really all crazy they, high notes. yeah that's what they do so that was like the first subunit that I could find, Super mm-hmm. Junior Cry. Like, let's highlight our forgotten members. Um, and then next up in 2010 uh, was Orange Caramel. Uh, this is a subgroup of After School, mm-hmm. which is a girl girl group. Yes. Um, and the interesting thing about After School is they have they have a school concept, right? Which so allows them to. Graduate, graduate members mm-hmm. instead of just instead of people just like leaving the group unceremoniously they're like she graduated and here's the incoming freshman class of whatever mm-hmm. so uh, orange caramel was a third third generation or third class or whatever of yeah. after school uh reina nana and lizzie and uh lizzie was very very popular at the time she was on like a lot of tv shows um and nana is like crazy beautiful so like I don't know. I feel like they were picked on purpose, like these three to do this thing. Um, their first single was called Magic Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have. Uh, I love Orange Caramel. Mm-hmm. Um, we've mentioned them, I think, at least once before. They're definitely one of my favorite subunits, but I, I have a soft spot for subunits in general. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have what's called a candy culture concept, which means oh. that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the That's official their concept. Okay. Candy culture. So that factors into pretty much every aspect of themselves as a group from the sound of the music itself is very like, uh, it is bubblegummy, but it's also very comedic. Like they kind of have com- like a silly voice when yeah. they sing. It's very cutesy. There's also kind of a very like intense. I don't. I don't know my music terms, but like that like driving club beat mm-hmm. in everything. Like no matter how cutesy the song is, it has one of those like. It, I guess if you were like a DJ or a club person, you could probably like easily mix an or- like an orange caramel song yeah. into like a club atmosphere mm-hmm. because they all have that like very intense like techno kind of beat. Yeah. Behind. 
behind them. And all of their costuming in their music video is super brightly colored, and they almost always look like pieces of candy themselves. Like, their dresses look like cupcakes, or they look like like little, you know, candies and wrappers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, bows in their hair and all kinds of crazy things. There's um, definitely, like, a costume mm-hmm. element of their, like, not just that, like, here's their cute outfit and this is the cost. Like, they're right. wearing matching dresses with, like, an obscenely poofy skirt like right. there's no they're yeah. like literally dressed like cupcakes yeah like yeah mm-hmm. um i love them i think they're so cute and funny and i watched um <laughs> ended up watching every single <laughs> one of their music videos last night <laughs> as i was preparing for this um but i am going to uh oh I actually just noticed that I wrote this down. That driving beat that you were talking about, I wrote in the side of my notes, 80s aerobics beat. Yeah. That's what like, it is. It's like it's you just... can keep the, like, step. <laughs> and it makes me think of, like, women in leotards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in front of a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to recommend uh, three of their music videos, which are actually all by DigiPetty, which, oh, um, which we talked about last week or two weeks two ago. Two the first one is Catalina. Um, that's their number one, like, most popular yeah. song for sure. Um, and that one, we should have included that one on our music video I know. episode. Like, I thought about that. I think I thought about it when we were making the lists and mm-hmm. then was like, I don't know enough about Orange Caramel. But now, but I, now do. I do. Um, so I highly recommend Catalina. They start out as mermaids and then they become sushi. <laughs> and then while they're waiting for someone to buy them, the sushi, like, goes bad. Yeah. Um, and then- I also read today that I thought was so interesting is that, like, the um, Catalina um, samples a Punjabi wedding song. Yes. So it's got, like, a Bollywood kind mm-hmm. of It totally has a Bollywood to beat to it. And uh, they... Like, eventually, the music video takes them, like, to a sushi restaurant, like, one of those, like, conveyor belt sushis. And there's this really long sequence of, like, close-ups of their mouths because they're they're cutesy and, like, colorful and fun. But these are also, like, at this point in time, adult women. And Mm -hmm. so the actual lyrics of the songs, of all of their songs, are very sexy. Um, And so there's this very long extended part of them just, like, sexily eating sushi, which is probably the least sexy thing that you can eat. Eat. It's gross. <laughs> and it's so funny. It's so good. Um, that video is great. I also really loved the video Lipstick, mm-hmm. um, which has them like falling in love with their ping pong teacher. Super funny. Second biggest single of theirs for sure. Mm-hmm. And they have, they're wearing like, they have like, uh, Silly colored eyebrows. Their eyebrows are like pink and purple mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and then my favorite one though was called My Copycat, which was one I hadn't heard of before. Um, it follows the DigiPetty like formula of being in multicolored rooms. rooms. <laughs> but what's really cool about this one is that the theme for the video is Where's Waldo and uh, Spot the Difference, those like Spot the Difference pictures. Mm-hmm. So every single scene has like two, uh, images of the girls like in the same room but one thing is different in on each side of the screen and so mm-hmm. you have to like as you're watching it like spot the difference and oh. then th- toward the end of the video they start like showing you like scenes of more and more people and you have to like find the girls in the scene it's really fun and the the song itself is that like, sounds a so jam. fun i loved it yeah there's lots of orange caramel out there they put out two full albums nine korean singles and two japanese singles so like there's orange caramel out there yeah. and they are technically still a group 
not mm-hmm. disbanded. So maybe we'll see more from them in the future. Yeah, they're, I mean, their music is fun. So I do recommend listening to it. But I also mostly recommend watching their videos because they're funny. It gets the cult- the concept across. And Nana is so she's so beautifully beautiful. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. Awesome. So, uh, Orange Caramel. Uh, another group from 2010, uh, arguably probably one of the biggest subgroups ever, uh, GD and Top. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is G Dragon and Top from Big Bang. It is Top, not T-O-P. I'm almost positive it's Top. Okay. But VIPs, please correct us. Yeah, please do if I'm wrong. I feel like Top is correct. But anyway, um, so this is, uh, if you're not familiar with Big Bang, um, G Dragon is like kind of, I feel like arguably like the face of, of yeah, Big Bang. Yeah, he's definitely the most famous for sure. Yeah. And then Top has like a very unique, very deep voice mm-hmm. and he like sort of does more rapping. Yeah, we mentioned him last week, um, because he has that like raspy sounding mm-hmm. voice. Uh, so what they actually did was they released their first album on Christmas Day, oh. um, and it was instantly a number one hit. And they put out three music videos like right at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three music videos were called High High, Knockout, and Baby Goodnight. Um, and like they immediately just like yeah. <laughs> shot to number one because they are very popular. Those three songs were in the top five on the gown chart. Um, that album was one of the year's best sellers. And two of those videos, Knockout and Hi Hi, uh, in 2012, Stereo Gum named them two of the best K pop music videos of all time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of GD and Top music videos. Like mm-hmm. they made a lot of videos for their stuff. Um, so they only really did that one big comeback in 2010, like where they released like five or six singles off of the album. Um, and then in 2015, they did a song called Zutter and mm-hmm. it was just a single. And the music video is like 80% them standing at a urinal. It is it's very upsetting. The amount of, <laughs> okay. So I, in preparation for this, like went through this list and watched like one or two of their videos for each group and like wrote reactions and I have like pretty long reactions for Knockout and Hi Hi (laughs) and then when it came came to Zutter and I I literally just wrote WTF period (laughs) and that was it because it starts with them going to urinal urinal. then it turns into like a slapstick Quentin Tarantino movie Mm -hmm. and then it ends with at at a certain point in the slapstick Tarantino movie GD is like taking a shit in a like horrible dirty 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 graffiti bathroom and then at the end there it's like back to the urinal from the beginning and they're like peeing everywhere (laughs) Yeah, it's very, very strange. (laughs) It's so crazy. Um, But also, Top is so hot. Yeah. (laughs) He's so Yeah, that that part is the confusing part. Mm -hmm. Um, I had never watched Knockout or High High. I knew the song High High because our dance teacher plays it during warm-up sometimes. But the Knockout video, um, I liked it. It was really funny and good. <laughs> At first, I was like, why is there a Playboy theme? Like, what is this? What's happening? Um, but then it kind of gets, like, goofy and tongue-in-cheek and, like, mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah. Um, and I never really saw the appeal of G-Dragon. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but I just – Watch oh, yourself, Not girl. because <laughs> – not in the sense that, like, I thought he was, like, a – I didn't like him as a person, but in the, like, I was not attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems very, like, slight and feminine he's to me. very pretty. Like, but, yeah. like, pretty. Yeah, he's very pretty. Um, 
But as you guys already, I have a very specific type when yeah. it comes to idols, and it's more like top yeah. um, than G-Dragon. And then in the knockout video, the, he's, like, sitting on a couch, and this girl, like, lays in his lap. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. I get it. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for more GD and Top at the end of the episode. I have a wreck that I'm going to make, my oh, okay. episode wreck. So. Um, next, we're going to 2011, and we have Sistar19. Um, and this is the origin group is obviously Sistar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this is the members Hyolin and Bora. Mm-hmm. And Hyolin is the like lead singer of Sistar and has like a very successful like solo career because girl can sing. Mm-hmm. And Bora is the rapper of yeah. Sistar. If you're not familiar enough with Sistar to like know their faces or their names, but you've seen uh, Touch My Body, uh, Hyolin is the one that has the crazy tattoo on she her stomach. She has a tattoo on her stomach, and she's usually like much, Super much tanner tan. than everyone mm-hmm. else, so you can see her you can very spot easily. Her quickly. And Bora's the smallest one, so yeah. like that helps too. <laughs> um, so their first single is called My Boy, and it's just like a very like... Just like kind of slow, like R and B song. It, there's not. It's not that special, honestly. And I only knew it was a song because uh, a show I've brought up on this pot program before, uh, Unis Slam Dunk, where like the comedians and actresses and whatever are all trying to be an idol group. One of the first things they do before, like you know, learning the single that they go on to promote is they all have to learn the dance to My Boy, like, because it's kind of slow and kind of simple and just kind of body roll. It's literally all body rolls. So that's what they had to do to kind of, like, loosen them up and get them used to learning choreography. So, like, that was my only knowledge of My Boy is Mm. that it came up in that show as, like, an easy dance for someone to learn. Interesting. I had never heard it before. I did watch the video and was not impressed. Um, I found the song kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a scene where Hyolin is wearing socks with super high stripper heels in the kitchen while having a fight with, fight with her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> just like, why? She also wears high socks and heels in the Touch My Body video. That must be like a thing. Yeah. It, it's really, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they did that in 2011. And then in 2013, uh, they did another little comeback. And the song was called Gone Not Around Any Longer. And it's also kind of slow mm-hmm. um yeah my boy is like a breakup song yeah so i i'm assuming gone is not a, well. it, yeah it seems that Since way it's called gone not, not around, around anymore any longer. yeah <laughs> any longer uh yeah so that was sistar 19 um i unfortunately don't have a ton to say because i feel like sistar as a group is so much like so much better than yeah. this like little project was well, and this project doesn't exist in, they right. disbanded when, when sistar, sistar disbanded, disbanded they so, so they are, no the, they are no more. They are no more. All right. So that was like 2011. Uh, 2012, this is a big one, another big yeah. one. Uh, TTS or TTSO? It's actually TTSO. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Wow. TTSO. TTSO. I am so stupid. It's okay. I only knew that. I only learned that yesterday. Okay. It is TTSO. TTSO. Uh, this is the, the origin <laughs> group is uh, Girls Generation, um, and the members are Tiffany, Taeyeon, and Soyeon, mm-hmm. who all have put out 
like past this have all put out solo albums that are like some of my favorite they're solo so albums good. ever. They're, they're so, so good. good. So Hyun's album I listen to like almost once a week. Yeah, that was like one of my faves of 2017. Yeah. Like by so far. good. So anyway, good. so at this time in 2012, um, a lot of the other members of Girls Generation had started their like acting careers and mm-hmm. were like very very busy. Um, and Tiffany Taeyeon and Soyeon were um, hosting. Music Bank? Sh- music or Core. Music Core. Show. Yes, yes show Music Core. Music core. Uh, so they were hosting that show at the time, like all mm-hmm. three of them, and we're just like, hey, we like singing, like, and everyone else is busy. Yeah. We should be a group. Uh, so they became a group, and their first single uh, is called Twinkle. It's so good. I love that song. It, it's like jazzy. It, it has um, that like theatrical element to SM that we both love. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the music video, you can see Tiny Baby EXO. Uh huh. Not all of them, but, but a first, couple. First is Chanyeol because they. So the concept is like uh, Tae So, like our idols. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of has like a. Um, uh, Britney Spears lucky like oh, costuming to lucky. it but it's yeah, not sad like it's like a fun and, it's yeah, a fun yeah, song yeah. and so they like get out onto the red carpet out of a limousine and Chanyeol is like one of the photographers like trying to take pictures of them and then uh, they're like going onto stage or something and they pass uh, Beckyuns in the hair salon mm-hmm. with them and uh, isn't like Lou Hannah no Kai and Sehun oh, walk okay. by them in the hallway um, but they're they're really soulful they have like soulful voices yeah, and they're yeah, all yeah. Like belting the shit out of this song and it's it's a great song it's great and Twinkle was the first album by a Korean artist to rank number one on the Billboard World Albums chart wow um, and they were also the first subgroup to ever achieve a triple crown on music shows they won number one for three weeks in a row um, good job ladies so yeah this was like a big deal as far mm-hmm. as subgroups go they sold so many albums and they like you know did really well yeah. um, the first time that a subunit I would say is, was like close to the same popularity as their actual original group or like selling like getting to number one I mean and GD like and Top being... did did pretty similar I oh, think yeah, it's like true. when you start with a group that already is, is incredibly so popular. popular that mm-hmm. you're like you know you're starting off on a good foot but all three of these ladies are very, very talented, and so mm-hmm. I get it. Um, and then was it like what one or two years later when they did Holler? Um, two thousand fourteen. Mm, so two years later, two years later, they came out with another single called Holler. Um, I remember when that song came out, and I wanted to like it so badly, but it's like it's not in, as good. As it's Twinkle. not as good as Twinkle. Um, and so, and then after that, they did. Uh, Christmas, a Christmas album mm. called Dear Santa. So they had three EPs all together. Um, Tiffany and Soyeon have left Girls' Generation. They did not renew their contracts um, at the end of 2017. So they, that will probably never happen again. But you never know because when the when the other girls left, they like insisted that like it wasn't a disbandment of Girls' Generation, like that Girls' Generation wasn't done. Mm. So I don't know. <laughs> again, when we can get to our fun courtroom episodes, like, you know, they could very well like – Sue to keep the you know to keep the yeah, name keep or the name. whatever who knows anyway so that was Tati So Tati So yes got it right way okay so next we're getting into 2013 which was like a very popular year for subgroups it seems mm-hmm. um, yeah four I have different four. groups came out in that year yeah so let's start with uh, Infinite H. Uh, origin group is Infinite, which is a boy group. Mm-hmm. In case we haven't brought them up before, we, we have. might. We have okay. Uh, so the members were Hoya and Dongwoo, 
And their first single, they did like two singles, Special Girl featuring Bum Key and Without You mm. featuring Zion T. We've brought up Zion T a bunch of times, but Bum Key also. Oh, I didn't also, watch Without You. Oh, really? I watched Pretty. Ah, that was later. Oh, that's that's their most viewed. Yeah, that's that was the most it. popular one. Yeah, so their first two were act, like featured other people, yeah. which I kind I watched, of seems weird. That is kind of strange. I did watch the the special girl, but I didn't watch the Zion T one. I'll have to watch that one later because I love him. Yeah, so that's interesting. Bumkey also guests on a lot of. He's like a solo singer rapper guy, and he uh, is on a lot of people's. Tracks. And we'll bring him up when we do our interunit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so Infinite H, uh, they actually, this group came to be when the two of them did like a special stage during an Infinite concert. Um, and they did that first and it was like, oh, they work together well. Like maybe we should try to debut them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put out two mini albums total. Um, this group is no longer because Hoya left Infinite last year. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know that much about Infinite. Um, I just know, like, some of their faces, and I think I've heard a few of their songs. But mm-hmm. So I'm not really familiar with their, like, concept or style. Um, so I was a little surprised watching the Infinite H because they're so, um, like, colorful and loud and, like, again, sort of yeah. comedic. Like, they have sort of a, um, a like, over-the-top personality to them in their music, um, which I found really fun and cute. I really liked both Pretty and Special Girl. Yeah, Pretty is a really fun music video. It's like, it's like I feel like if I had seen it before, I might have brought it up on our music video episode. Yeah, totally. I would have. It has, um, it's like the two members are in a, um, like a courtroom because this pretty girl has like caused them to get into like a car accident. Knocks, like like, minor incidents. Yeah, like causes them to be clumsy and silly. And And they act it all out and it's mm -hmm. very cute. And there's like cartoon, like a uh, block, like bubble letters, like captions yeah, yeah, that yeah. pop up throughout it. So it's really cute. That was a cute one. Um, okay, we gotta speed through 2013. There's so many groups. Okay. Uh, so next is Tiara and Four, mm-hmm. which was a subunit of Tiara with members Unjung, Hyomin, Jian, and Adam. Adam became a former member. She left like pretty much four, immediately almost after immediately this. Immediately after they started, yeah. Uh, so the other three continued without her. Yes. Uh, so their first single was called Chonwan Ilgi or Chonwan Diary, which is the name of an 80s. Uh, drama, like a mm. Korean drama. And apparently the lyrics of the song and the music video is like referencing this drama. Oh, okay. All right. Um, that's the only single they ever put out, though. Yeah, they, it had like an EM, EDM beat to it. It was mostly like fast talk singing as yeah. opposed to like actually singing a song. Um, I, di- I didn't love it. I didn't either. But the more and more, I keep learning more and more about Tiara, and I really do feel like we should do a whole episode because there's so, so, so much there. It's they very seem to have a lot of a lot of complications. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. More 2013. Next is Tu Yoon, which was a group. Uh, formed from Four Minute, mm-hmm. which is a girl group, which is where Hyanna came yes. from. Yes, and this was members Gayun and Jiyun. Um, and they performed together at United Cube, which I'm guessing is like Cube's SM Town mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the They're C- like family concert. Yeah. And the CEO of Cube was like, "I love them. We're making them a subunit." Um, so they did this song called Twenty Four Seven, which is honestly. 
the most unique K-pop song I've ever heard. I loved the song. The song was so cute, and it has, like, a country western theme to it. Like, the music video has them on it, like, a country western set. And Would you mind if I played just, like, a tiny bit of it just because I, like, kind of can't believe that this is a thing? Hold on. Here we go. I think it sounds like something out of High School Musical. Yes, it does. Like, or yeah, something else like that where it's like it's trying to be a country country song, but mm-hmm. not being a country song at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way that like Bop to the Top is supposed to be, to be Latin. Like a, yeah, salsa. Yes, it's just like that. <laughs> yeah. But because it was so interesting, it like got them a lot of attention, and Tuyun became the first Korean girl group to be interviewed by Time Magazine because what? of this song. Um, and they cited that they listened to Carrie Underwood and Taylor Swift and like used it as the inspiration. So like that people were writing about it because they were making weird K-pop country music. Yeah. Um, This is all they did though. Crossover. I never thought would it exist. Um, Yeah. But that's the only song they ever did. So, but interesting. And now four minute has been, has four minute is gone. Yes. Um, Last 2013 group is AOA black. Mm -hmm. I loved this one. Yeah. This was really fun. This is a subunit of AOA girl group. Um, and the interesting part about this is they played their instruments. Mm-hmm. So uh, the members were Jimin on guitar, Yuna on keyboards, Mina on bass, Yukyung on drums, and Choa was the lead singer slash gu- other guitarist. Mm-hmm. Um, and their first single was called Moya. Yeah, which is a super like bouncy song, but it's like a um, like your boyfriend's cheating on you yeah. kind of kind of tune. Um, I loved it. I really liked that song. Yeah, it was really good and really interesting. Um, and it's like a bummer that it didn't work out because shortly after this, Yu Kyung left left AOA. Her contract ran out, and they were like, "Well, she can keep being an AOA Black." Um, but AOA Black never had another comeback because mm-hmm. Choa left the group. Uh, so that was that was that, which is a bummer. So but it's always fun to see people doing something interesting, especially yeah. like playing instruments. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. Um, let's see. Next, next, next. Uh, 2015, Vix LR. Uh, Vix is a boy group, a kind of beastie boy group. Yeah, for sure. Um, and this is a little... Beastie and, like, angsty. Yes. Angsty beast. Yes. <laughs> um, so like, the... like a beauty in the beast. Yes. A true beast. True. Uh, so this was members Leo and Ravi. They're, like, the lead singer and the lead rapper, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, their first single was called Beautiful Liar, and it, like, did okay, and people were excited about it. Um, but their second EP, Whisper, in 2017, went to number one. So, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I watched Beautiful Liar. Um, so angsty. Yeah, it's really emo. <laughs> it's like, really so, emo. It's, like, ridiculous. The fake tattoos in that video are disgusting. <laughs> Um, there's like a pain splattered piano. There's so much of the members fighting each other. Yeah. Like at a certain point, there's like three different sets in which they are fighting. In one of them, like one of them Leo's winning and the other one Robbie's winning. And then suddenly they're shirtless beach fighting. And you're like, why are we, what, what is happening? Yeah. In this. 
Why are we fighting everywhere? And when did you take your tops off? Yeah, I was very disappointed that the that the um, the thumbnail on YouTube for Whisper is like very homoerotic, and the video wasn't. I no, was like, they're hey, like not even in the same room cool. together for most of it. <laughs> but it's like revealed at the end that they're like tied together with a string yeah. or something. They can't get away from each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. I honestly didn't finish. The Whisper video. <laughs> I okay. started it. I watched it after Beautiful Liar, and I had like rolled my eyes so much in Beautiful Liar that I think my eyes were tired and yeah. I had to stop. So. <laughs> well, this is a so that's so a thing. Vix LR is the thing. Vix is like currently promoting right now. I think. Oh, so, are like, they? I don't know anything about Vix. A girl that I follow on Tumblr has like fallen, fallen very hard. <laughs> so I've been like s- absorbing from the side, like yeah. some Vic stuff. That's always fun when that happens. <laughs> um, next up 2016, another AOA subgroup. This is AOA cream. I loved this yes. music video. I loved it so much. Like it's not usually the style of K-pop that I would enjoy, but I wrote and my, their song is called Baby, I'm Jelly Baby. Mm-hmm. And it's like another sort of like cheating boyfriend kind of song, but they're like magical Barbie queens. Yeah. In this and they're music like witch, video. they're like witchies putting like spells on this mean cheating yes, boy. And he had, they go, each one of them gets like, it starts out normal or whatever. And one of them, I, I don't know which one is which, but one of them that has like the beautiful pink ombre colored hair um, in this music video. She like discovers that maybe the guy she likes is like flirting with other people. And so the each member goes through uh, like a Powerpuff Girl transformation mm-hmm. where they like ding, like change in, and they like get a crown and they get a scepter and then they like get a fairy dress. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute. So the members of AOA Cream are Yuna, Hyejung, and Chanmi. Um, and which, what's kind of interesting, I just also noted this down and I, I assume it's just for fairness, but so we brought up AOA Black and this is AOA Cream. There is also a group called AOA White, which is not, they're, they just call them a non-promotional subunit. So they don't make music and they've never done anything. I think it's just to make the girls who've been left out of a subunit. So like included. all the rest who haven't been like, you're this subunit. You're you just AOA haven't done White. anything yet. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. We'll so that's kind of you. interesting. Um, so yeah, I like this AOA cream. I'm jelly baby song. It's really fun, but it only, it, it peaked at 25. So mm-hmm. it was, it Didn't was not a hit, but. And it's that's fun. the only thing they ever did, right? So far. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They, none of the people in AOA cream have left AOA. So, you know, so, oh, there's so a potential, there's they a potential future. Um, all right. I think it's time for Angelica's dancing. It's time for you to talk about your favorite boys in the whole world. Uh, 2016 XOCBX or XO Chen Bekshi debuted. This is Chen, Baekhyun, and Shuman from EXO, and Helga's still dancing. CBX, <laughs> Chen, Bekshi! So their first single was Hey Mama, which we talked about in our hey music Mama. video episode. <laughs> and um, actually, before, I'm just going to, one more piece of business, and then I'll let you talk. Uh, some notes. Their first thing was actually another, another this is another drama son- soundtrack project. They for did a you. song called For You for so Moon Lovers. The drama Moon Lovers. Um, and when they did this, fans started speculating, like, oh, are they going to be a subunit? And they were. 
So, Angelica, you love them. Take it away. Uh, this has been such a magical week because, I mean, I've mentioned Hey Mama before. I love CBX. Of course, Jongbei Chen, the C in this, is my uh, exo bias. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, and Shuman, Min, Kim Min Sok, he's the ex in this Chen Bekshi. Um, he and Jongbei are from XOM, mm-hmm. which was my favorite. Yes. And so, like, having them together is just like, and just Feeds just for just for context, in case somebody's listening to this a year from now, as we are recording this, uh, CBX recently just put out their second album. It's called Blooming Days, and it's perfect. It is literally the only thing I've been listening to this entire week. Mm-hmm. My only complaint about it is that it's too short. But it has a song for short. every day of the week. Oh no, I know. Like, but that's there's only seven days. But wasn't of the, week, the Hey Mama thing only more. three songs? Was, uh, Four to five. Okay. Um, but I just want like a, I want. You want more? I want more. <laughs> I want more. Um, I want to see. <laughs> want to see them dancing. Um, I do want to see them dancing. I love their dancing and it, it's so great. Um, I just, okay, hold on. I have to like organize my thoughts. Let's get some business out of the way before I fangirl. Um, they started with Hey Mama. Uh-huh. And they did, that has like a, we talked about that. Uh, music video on the album before it has sort of like a retro like disco feel to they've their always songs. had like a bit of a yeah. like vintagey like funky mm-hmm. disco kind of fun and one of the things that actually started them off aside so before they did for you actually mm-hmm. the three of them appeared in a uh they call them vcrs for oh, yeah. um their concerts which is basically just like a recorded like mini film like that they like, play while people are yeah, changing clothes. while people are changing costumes during the concert like they play this thing and so uh, that became the – it was had a different name at the time. I don't remember. It was something about, like, Warriors or <laughs> – I don't know. Okay. It was, like, something goofy. Um, anyway, that clip became the music video for The One. It's the one where they're, like, dressed goofily and, like, poor Suho is, like, the janitor Oh, in it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that later became the music video for The One. Um, but so that originally debuted during one of their concerts. Then they did the soundtrack for uh, – or the song for you, which is truly beautiful. There's a live version of it at Inkigayo that they did in 2016. It's it's gorgeous. Like Chen and Beck are like two of the lead and also best singers uh, yeah. of EXO. And Schumann actually does have a really beautiful voice, but he doesn't get featured very. Often. He's like not one of the most featured. Members. He was in the rap line of XOM, which is yeah. like a waste of mm-hmm. him. Exactly. So like because he was originally in XOM, he was originally part of the rap line, like Shannon and just said and so when XOM like disbanded essentially or like became absorbed became uh, be- when XOM XOK like became just XO like they are now Schumann I think like became not very featured and he's a fantastic dancer he dances so hard I, he is like such a strong stage presence and he has a really pretty like soft voice mm-hmm. um, which I love um, I wrote that his soft voice makes me soft <laughs> Um, but I do love rapper Min too. Like he's really he's adorable. I love yeah. him. Um, but so anyway, so they did. Uh, then they did a uh, Japanese album after Hey Mama. They came out with a Japanese album called Kaching, mm-hmm. which I didn't love immediately, Ka-ching, but I love it now. Kaching, 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 Kaching. I love it. Um, I, I truly do love it now. It's really really fun. Um, and I ended up watching like one of their. 
sort of like mini concerts that they did in Japan where they performed Kaching and they did Hey Mama and they did Cherish, which I'd never seen them do live. Um, that's one of their songs from Hey Mama. I and then they also song. did my favorite song from the Kaching album, which is called Girl Problems. It's so cute. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, so I had a really fun time yesterday watching all of these videos um, just to like cap off my my. Yeah. Entire week they're, filled with CVX. They're very, very good. Um, there's like a little like meme that I've seen go around that's like that, you know, the text on it says like CVX eats CDs for breakfast. Um, because there's this, here's, here's a fun K-pop concept for you. There are these videos that you can find on YouTube that you just type in the song of the artist you're looking for and then you write MR removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like a whole channel that will take live performances and erase any backing track so that you hear exactly what they sound mm-hmm. like. Just I will, the live feed from the microphone. I will warn you, if you have any inklings that your favorite group might be not talented, don't watch these. Don't. They will it'll ruin, ruin it. You. It'll ruin them. It will really ruin it. But if but CBX ones are un, unfrickin' believable. Because they're dancing, because... They're Part of so what good. makes CBX so great is their choreography. Like they, because Chen Beck and Schumann, like neither, not none of them are the main are part of the dance. Because Kai and Lei are such good dancers that I feel like it takes it takes it away from anybody mm-hmm. else in EXO ever like shining as a dancer because they are yeah. such strong dancers. You kind of can't look away, right? But the choreography for CBX is complex and it's also very like cutesy and a little bit tongue in cheek. Um, but they are. Phenomenal dancers. Mm-hmm. Like, they truly are very good. Um, and so they're dancing super hard, but their voices don't even waver. Like, yeah. they sound so they're much like the, like the recording. It's almost magical. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I love them so much. And so this, as of our recording this, they just came, like, today's Sunday. And so the, the concept of their newest album, which is called Blooming Days, um, is like the days of the week, right? Mm-hmm. So there's only seven songs on it. One for, it starts on Monday and it goes all the way to Sunday. And so in promoting this album, of course, they first had like the full week of like tiny cl- teasers, teasers and like images. You and, brought that up in previous episodes yeah, when the teasers were driving you nuts. nuts. Um, <laughs> driving me nuts. Uh, and then because they, because that's the concept of their album, they have done for every day this week a different like variety show to like mm-hmm. promote it. And it's been so cute. Yeah. They're very cute. They're very good. Check out CBX. We yeah. stand behind them. And they're, and if you're listening to this episode when it comes out, they're like currently promoting or meh, maybe they just stopped, but it's all recent. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay. We have one last group to talk about. Very, very recent in that, like just a couple of weeks ago, as of again, as of this recording mm-hmm. in, in April ish, 2018. Um, this is a group called BSS or Busoksun. Busoksun, they're from Seventeen. Seventeen. And actually, as of this recording, they have not officially debuted Oh, really? Yet. They haven't they done any They released stages. one song on March 21st. That's the only song as of now that they've released. It's called Just Do It. But their official debut is set for May 30th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. So the members of this uh, of this little subunit are DK, uh, Hoshi, who we've brought up before as being the dance leader of, is that mm-hmm. right, performance? Performance team leader. The performance team. And Songkwan. Yes. 
Um, and they're called BSS because their, uh, given Korean names have Lee Sokmin is DK, uh, Bu Songkwan is Songkwan, and then Kwon Soon Young is Hoshi. Okay. Um, so it's from their original names. Um, and they're fantastic. Um, their song, the one that they've released so far, Just Do It, it has like a, the music video that they made. It's called a special clip. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess since they haven't done their, their official it's not a debut. real MBA. Yeah. Um, but it has like a roller rink. They're in a roller rink and it has like 90s hip hop gear They're wearing like windbreakers yeah. and stuff. Windbreakers yeah, yeah, yeah. and the like LL Cool J like Puma hat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the dancing is so great. They It looks truly exhausting. Um, yeah, I watched the video yesterday and fell madly in love with one of the members like immediately. Yeah, so did I. I fell in love with him uh, when I was watching One Fine Day because I had – when I confessed on this episode or on this show that I was on the cusp of like becoming a carrot, uh-huh. some sweet listener tweeted at us and recommended that I watch One Fine Day and that I learn them by unit. So I did. Yeah. And <laughs> that's very sweet. So my caritude is official now. Congratulations. I can name them in any performance. I have tested myself. The only ones I sometimes get confused are Mingyu and Wanwoo. I know their faces. I just miscorrectly memorized Wanwoo's name. And so I have, I will like need to fix that for myself. Um, but DK. Yeah. That's the one that I fell in love with. I got his name wrong at first. Yeah. And I texted her and I was like, I think I'm in love with a 17. Mm-hmm. Is it this one with the question mark? And I was wrong. Yeah. I <laughs> screenshotted that conversation and will be posting it on Great. our Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> it's very So funny. everyone can see it. Um, but he's so, he's so tall and he's so pretty and he has like a weird face. Like he yeah. has a very long pointy nose. Um, but he's but got he's, that squared, like I feel like. I feel like if you put all of the boys that we love the most, like, on a big poster, there's, like, a jaw shape that I think mm-hmm. is can be applied to most of them. Like, I think we like a square, like, manly jaw. Yeah. Like, where we were talking about G-Dragon G before, he has, like, a perfect pointy, a very, yeah. like, a mm-hmm. very perfect, like, pointy, pretty, delicate face, which, like, most of NCT has that face. Yes. And I feel like we, we like, we like a... A, a stronger jaw. A stronger jaw on, yeah. our, on our dudes. On our fellas. And, uh, oh, DK, he's just so, he just, I, I was, as I said, I was watching One Fine Day and like before the end of the first episode, I had already texted Janet. I think I yeah. was like 15 minutes into that hour and a half long episode, which took me two days to watch <laughs> because I would pause, pause it, it and, and research and take notes and compare pictures and like of the screenshot that I'd paused it, like name them all and then check myself and That's then keep really going. really diligent homework. Good I job. Look at my color coded notes. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> cute. <gasps> that's so cute. You wrote like... I wrote like, eyebrows plus overbite, cleft yeah. chin, skinny one. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! And then they're incomplete because as I continue to watch One Fine Day, I You're write down like little things. things that they do that will help me oh, remember that's who they are. Super cute. Um, yeah, I really took my my um, induction into this fandom seriously because because they have so repeatedly impressed me mm-hmm. um, with their choreography and with their like energy, and I truly do really enjoy Seventeen songs. And I love Just Do It. It's really a fun song. The dancing is amazing. I watched like five different performances of theirs because they promote it like a normal, you know, like yeah. a normal group on all the music shows and everything. And it's just 
sitting in my living room watching them, and by the end of the five videos, I was exhausted because the yeah, dance looks so looks really tiring. tiring. Um, yeah, so uh, we are look. We'll look forward to the official debut of Busok Soon, but like, yeah, check that one out. That's good. I'll definitely um, buy whatever they they put out. Yeah, I'll so buy it. that's. I think that's. Pre-order. <laughs> I think that's it for our um, subgroups. I had one thing that I wanted to bring up because I can't tell if it counts or not, but it is interesting to me, um, and that is the JJ project. Are you aware of this? No. Okay, so in 2012, JYP debuted the JJ project, which is JB and uh, and Jin Young from uh, from God Seven, but God Seven was not a thing yet. So they came oh. out as a duo, as JJ Project first. And then oh. they were debuted with the rest of Got7, and Got7 is a thing now. And their original, like, first single is called Bounce. Like, Got7 now does Bounce in concert. Um, with all seven of mm-hmm. them, not just with the two. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then, the t- but the two of them put out, like, a really gorgeous song last year. Like, it's one of those, like, put it on and, like, cry a little bit kind of, oh, like, song. so they song. do still make So they music. have done another thing as JJ Project since the debut of Got7, but I just thought it was interesting. And, like, does it count that they were technic that they were the quote-unquote subunit first? Yeah, it's almost like Got7 is a subunit. Yeah, of, right? Of JJ, of JJ Project, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess technically it does count, but you're right, it doesn't fit the title of subunit because then that implies that the larger unit came first. So I don't know what we would call that one, but let's include that in this episode because – So, yeah, what is the – It's the same Yeah, they came out with a song last year called Tomorrow Today, and it's just like one of those very like – Maybe you would play it at like a graduation or something, but it's very like, oh, like which road am I going mm. to choose? Like, what is my life going to mean? It's like very serious. Um, but yeah, it's good. So, and, and it's funny because they, they are like my two current like favorites in God Seven. So I think it's funny that, Isn't that they've fun always been when your together. Favorites get into that's, I feel like that's why this week has been such a magical, joyous, Seven days for me because my number one bias in EXO has, like, a phenomenal subunit that I love so much and their music is so good. Like, I could Mm -hmm. not have asked for a better album to come out this week. And then BSS had my newest bias. Yeah. And I was just, like, drowning. How blessed could you be? beautiful book. (laughs) That's that's how I want to die. Yeah. I I literally wrote – EXO, CBX, laying me into my grave so sweetly. (laughs) Beautiful. I think that's a perfect end to this. So uh, check out some subunits, and we'll be right back with our random game. Okay, we are back, and we're very, very excited because the first time ever we have the random picker picked a group that we know a ton about. Yay! We've been waiting for this day to happen. I was keeping my fingers crossed that we would get CBX today, but it's okay. It's okay. But we'd X is involved. <laughs> X is involved. Uh, we got FX. Yay! We've mentioned them several times. A girl group from SM debuted in 2009. Um, they came up a ton on our dating scandals episode mm-hmm. because, like, half of the things we talked about involved members of FX, which is so weird yeah. and hilarious. Because uh-huh. of Crystal, right? Yeah. Um, in Kaistel, my number one favorite. Uh, and like Changmin and Victoria yeah, came Chang-min up. Yeah, and Victoria and, and Sully, Sully and Kejab, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, so that the members of FX, we have Victoria. She was, was she the leader? Yes. And she's from China. Mm-hmm. 
And um, then there was Amber, who's from America and is actually of Chinese descent, I'm pretty sure. She's oh, really? Not oh, Korean. I didn't know that. Um, and then Luna uh-huh. and Crystal and Sully. Yes. And Sully is no longer a member of FX. Right. She left after the dating after scandal the that China we talked scandal, about. <laughs> she, the company claimed that she was leaving to focus on her acting. Um, Which she did. She she did that. Okay. So, Good. Yeah, she had. Remember, yeah. she did that naked movie with that guy from, oh, right, right, from right, another right, star. Right. She showed her boobies to be like a real actress. Real actress to try to be taken seriously. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's see what else about FX. So they were intended to be like dance focused, right? Mm-hmm. They were always kind of like futuristic. Uh, that's what I was just gonna say. I feel like they were. Their whole concept was way ahead of its time. Yeah, um, because like we said, they debuted in uh, two thousand nine, and they just had sort. Of, they just had a different sound than a lot of the other girl groups mm-hmm. at the time, which I very much enjoyed um, because they were they weren't edgy in the sense that like they're not like four minute like tough and scary, but they're not fairy idols right. for sure. Like they're not going to be in a meadow, um, yeah. but they're not going to be in like an abandoned building either. Yeah, they sort of, and I feel like they always kind of. Um, worked around like FX being very interesting and all of them being very different people. Mm -hmm. Like Sully was the baby and Sully was like a child actress. So like she was known to the country as like being sweet. So she was always styled like in kind of like cutesy girly dresses. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Amber has always been very androgynous and she always wears pants and she's always had short hair and they like, let they like work Amber's style and Sully's style like into the concept. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they really did allow each girl to sort of like play up and feature her own personality through their through their yeah. costuming and style, which is always fun. Um, another fun, interesting thing about uh, FX is that they were the first K-pop group to perform at South by Southwest, which is a music festival that happens every year in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, I believe since the year they did that, which was like 2013, um, they now have a thing. It used to be called K-pop Night Out, and I think this year they changed what it's called. I don't mm. know what it's called. But at South by, they usually try to do like – a K-pop stage and like G-Dragons come and Mamamoo yeah. and Card was there this year and mm-hmm. like so I guess FX started that whole thing which is super That's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Shannon and I have mentioned briefly before that we both uh, grew up in Texas. I'm from there. Shannon moved there when she was a kid and um uh, so that's really fun that it's like a little connection to our hometown. Yeah. But I also remember when G Dragon was in town, I went to South by Southwest. Yeah. And I didn't see him while I was there, but, um, somebody, w- I was talking to somebody and, uh, it's always really funny, like, oh, K-pop, like in the middle of Texas. Right. Because then you get people being like, oh, like G Dragon, I, uh, I hear, or they're like, I hear a very famous, uh, K- Korean star is coming to town. And you're like, oh, really? Like who? And they said, I think his name is, G Dragon, do do you know who that is? And then you just, as a K-pop fan, laugh because he's like arguably one of the like most, the most famous, famous people, K-pop stars of all time. And you're like, Haha, yeah, I know yeah, who I've that heard is. of G Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm familiar with the name. <laughs> um, okay, so back to FX. They put out four full albums, um, three as five members, and then one after Sully left. Uh, mm-hmm. That was Four Walls. Which I, might be my favorite one. Like, I, it's very good. It's really good. It has a very different style um, than their first three. I think it's a little bit 
softer. It's not as like because some of their uh, in fitting with their like futuristic vibe, they have a lot of like EDM mm-hmm. instrumentation in some of their other songs, which I don't always love. Right, um, but it is very computerized and like technic techno ish. Techno-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Four Walls is not has a yeah. It's got that sort of waterier like yeah. sound. Um, the last that we heard from FX, uh, they did, we'll talk about, I think we could talk about this like on another episode, but there's a a concept of a project called SM station where singles get released through again. I think we could talk about it for a whole episode because a lot of interesting stuff has happened, but FX did a song called all mine, um, for that. And that music video always makes me feel really weird and sad because FX, unfortunately, like never really got. The respect from SM, I feel like, again, like they were ahead of their time Mm -hmm. and I think the company didn't know what to do with them and they didn't, they didn't get promoted as heavily as like Red Velvet or like other girls group, girl groups that have come out of SM. Yeah, or Generation or something like they just didn't get the, it felt, it always felt like the energy behind the promotion of FX was not a little lackluster. Like we said in a very early episode, they didn't get a fan club name until like Sully had left or whatever. Yeah, it took forever. Mm -hmm. Um, But the four, the All Mine, I love All Mine. I think it's like a really good song. But the music video makes me sad because. It's like they're all filming themselves on like a phone and they're just singing and it's like a four way split screen, but mm-hmm. they're not together. Yeah. It's like they're, cause they're like forever separated. Um, because these days, Crystal is like doing so much acting. Luna and Amber are still putting music out. Mm-hmm. Um, they just recently put out a song together. Yes, they did them. called Lower and mm-hmm. that's good. Um, and Amber are this morning, Amber put out the first teaser for her next solo album. Mm-hmm. So, but Amber also being from California, she does spend a lot of time in LA. Mm-hmm. So I know that that and, and Victoria is like a fashion ambassador in China. So they, they are usually separated by quite yeah. a bit of distance. Yeah. Um Miss Victoria very, very much. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we brought up with EXO before, there's complicated stuff going on with China right yeah. now. So Chinese members of K-pop groups are uh, at a bit of a like disadvantage as mm-hmm. to being able to promote in Korea. So we haven't seen FX together in a long time, and that's a bummer, but I really but love them. they haven't them. officially disbanded. No, they are still officially a group, but, mm-hmm. um, you know. Maybe after all this sad stuff blows over, or if it ever does, then we'll maybe Victoria will be able to come back. That would be great, um, but I don't know. I also have, I have, a, I have the slightest of feelings that they're just kind of waiting for the contract to run out, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Okay, but... To relive some joy, we're going to watch a K- uh, an FX video. Um, their most popular video is for their song Electric Shock, uh, which came out in 2012, perhaps? I don't know. You tell me. 2012, Electric Shock. Um, this video has been on one of my like all-time favorite K-pop video playlists like forever and ever. When I was first like getting into K-pop, FX was like very high up on my list of like things that I loved. So, I'm excited to watch this. So, here comes FX Electric Shock. Oh, I love their dinosaur earrings. <gasps> Blonde Victoria. Oh. All Victorias are phenomenally beautiful Victorias. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. 
So to describe, this is like the, a box video like mm-hmm. we talked about. They are in various light-up boxes, a pink one and a white one. There's just like glowy stuff everywhere. Yeah, and it's really more focused on the dance itself. Their outfits are so crazy. Yeah, I think this was part of their like wildy futuristic like their mm-hmm. clothes never match like Luna has like a turquoise dress over like a very ugly red polka dot mm-hmm. shirt like and they none have, of it goes they, well they do I feel like color schemes they sure. like agree to all have like black red blue white and maybe yellow uh, are there like backpacks tied to the front of yeah. Amber wow <laughs> see like they're wearing the same color green on the bottom yeah okay that's something. But they are very mismatched as far as like personalities. But I love their earrings. Like one of them's wearing banana earrings. Oh, Sully has those paddles that wake you up when you're like dying on a table. That's scary. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Teasers. <laughs> she has like electric- one of those. The electric shock part of this is very serious. <laughs> They're gonna shock you. Oh, this was that fun time of K pop videos where the genie ads at the bottom that look like an ad. That yeah. you can dismiss, but they're part of the music video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a whole thing for like two years. It always stamps a specific time in K-pop if you <laughs> see one of those. <gasps> eyeball bow. Like her bows have eyeballs in them. <laughs> laser, laser. One of my favorite <laughs> English lines ever. <laughs> They all have very beautiful hair in this yeah. video. Like, really good hair on everybody. Yeah, I'm just watching them dance now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just watching them dance now. I know. The dance is so cute and, like, sassy. Electric shock. Yay! Electric shock. That was really fun. I love FX. Laser. Little laser. (laughs) (laughs) That always makes me laugh. Um, Okay. So, yeah. FX, FX. I really hope, I hope we see more from you or I hope at least, you know, all five of you are making, I hope you're all happy. Really, I do. Um, okay, so that's it. Time for recommendations for this week. Um, so as teased at the earlier in the episode, my recommendation this week is a GD and Top video, and it's called Don't Go Home. And I love this video because uh, right now it's like the hot trend to, you know, recreate the 90s, like Bruno Mars and Cardi B in this new like EXID lady song. And everybody's like trying to like, you know, do the 90s BSS, thing again. BSS, just do it. Yes. But GD and Top already did this eight years ago because they're <laughs> always ahead of everything. Um, the Another K-pop podcast uh, 
the K-pop cast. Uh, they do like this fun thing every Tuesday, this K-pop chat. You can do it on Twitter with us. Come join. And we just talk about stuff. And I brought up how much I'm like over the mullet thing already. And it seems to just be getting worse. And we were joking. A bunch of people were joking around. And I was like, oh, first idol to go full Joe Dirt gets like. Oh, my God. I saw this. And somebody <laughs> sent me a really old picture of G-Dragon with a Joe Dirt yeah. mullet. Like, he's already done it. That's yep. the thing is like if something hasn't like you think something hasn't been done in K-pop, it's probably been done by a member of Big Bang already. I was already. just going to say like if you think. Something hasn't been done. Check with G Dragon first, yeah. Because like you think you've seen crazy hair, you haven't. You seen haven't shit. seen anything. Yeah, you haven't seen anything. Anything. <laughs> so don't go home. It's a fun song and it's a fun video. It like opens with like a parody of like the the Fresh Prince logo, mm-hmm. like but it says like G- the GDN Top Show, but it look or no, it looks like the Cosby Show. I don't know, but it's like it's got that '90s vibe, and they're just like in a. On a really, really fake looking street in like a convertible and they're trying to like impress a girl and like they're both acting very, very ridiculous and it's just like colorful and happy and it makes me happy. So go, go check that out. It's an oldie, but a goodie and it's ahead of, it was way ahead of its time. Don't go home, Judy and Top. Awesome. So a beautiful discovery I just made like today or last night. I can't even remember. Um, it's, all of 17 on a show called Immortal Song, which I believe we've brought up before. Mm-hmm. It's a variety show where idols come on and they do a cover of like a classic Korean song. And the show, Immortal Song, did a, a tribute to Um Jung Wa, who Shannon recommended uh, the song ending credit like yeah, many episodes ago. ago. Um, she, I still recommend it. Yeah, it's a great, great <laughs> song. Um, she is, as Shannon use the analogy of like the Kylie Minogue of Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, she still makes music today. She's like in her 40s. She's phenomenal. Um, so they did uh, the song and I have to look it up. Hold on. Thank you. They did the song Tell Me and it's really great. They do a fantastic job and there's a part like halfway through where they mix in um, a song from her most recent album which came out in 2017 um, and it cuts. Um Jung is in the audience like as they're mm-hmm. performing it and when they cut that when they mix that in, the look on her face, like it brought tears into my eyes because she, the look on her face, she's like so honored and like yeah. impressed and surprised. And I just like, oh, they're so good. And DK has hits those notes. And I just, I'm here You're for you, boys. I'm here for you. That's great. Um, great. Shannon got distracted because she started playing I the played music it. video. Oops. Or she started playing it's it. It's silent, but I'm like staring <laughs> at it. But you're still Oops. captivated. Oops. Okay. It's got to stop that. We got to stop the episode and then we can watch it later. Um, because we are going to go prep light sticks Yay! after this. Uh, because uh, this I episode. My punch. This episode will be coming out. Just a few days before we finally get to attend this concert that we won't stop talking about. Um, And I have a whole bunch of glow sticks and I could have more or you can claim some of the already bought glow sticks as your own if you uh, go donate to our fan project, gofundme.com slash AME. K A M A K fan project. <laughs> um, if you haven't been listening to the last couple episodes, that's okay. But just to explain, um, we, okay. <laughs> we are going to a K pop 
compilation concert, a Korean music festival that will have K-pop acts. The K-pop acts will be Rain, B2B, EXID, Red Velvet, and NCT 127. So we have purchased a whole mess of glow sticks in the fan colors for those groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to be passing them out for free at the door to spread K-pop love and joy at this concert. Yeah. So if and you, to show the idols that like, hey, we have, yeah, you we're have here. fans and we see here you. and we're here and do you see us? Yeah, so if you if you like any of those groups or you just like K-pop in general and you want to like participate in a fan project, every literally every dollar counts because one dollar is three glow sticks. So like you know if you're like oh, I don't want it, like even a single dollar is like you, that means mm-hmm. you're participating and like it'll be exciting and we will make sure you're following us on all of our socials uh, because we'll definitely be posting pics and videos and stuff from this concert. Um, you can find us AMA K-pop pop. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for all of our relevant links for every episode. And if you want to send us an email, amakpoppod at gmail.com. Yeah. And that's that. And that's that. Uh, so we will be back next week with an update from this concert for sure. Yeah. Um, so that'll be yeah. the first part of our episode. We haven't decided what, haven't decided what to do be. yet, but you'll get to hear all about the concert and I'm sure it's going to be super fun. So we will see. And we'll do our best to also like, um, record and upload as much as oh, like yeah. little pieces of the concert yeah, yeah, on yeah. like uh, Instagram and our, stuff. Our so. seats shouldn't suck too bad. So, uh, yeah, yeah. we'll try to, and I'm, my real hope is that Cameras once, the, <laughs> once the sun goes down, and since we're high up ish, I would like to be able to see all of our glow sticks in the crowd. Yeah. That will be great. Okay, so we'll see you then. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tonya, and you're our inspiration. <laughs> <laughs>